The fact of the matter is, whether you've been in network marketing for years or just a few days, your family and friends have seen your opportunity and your phone is, as we call it, burnt. If you're anything like me, that's a scary thought. So the big question is, how do entrepreneurs like us, who love the network marketing profession, who no longer want to be that guy and are tired of convincing people during uncomfortable let's get coffee meetings where they say, what's this all about? How do we market in a way that aligns us with our dream clients and expands our network of upfront and transparent professionals, allowing us to get our time back, our families back, and gain a real passive asset? People like us who value impact over income, we deserve to see our visions once and for all. Join me in this podcast where we'll uncover just how to do that. My name is Eric Sablon. Welcome to Burnt Phone Marketing. All right, guys, welcome to Burnt Phone Marketing. I'm here with Stuart Webb, one of the premier social media strategists for Drake Automotive right now. He was actually from Anchorage, Alaska. So he came from a small town. And what he noticed was in a small town, you have an issue of being seen worldwide. So what he did was he took social media to a new platform. Stuart's got over 15,000 followers on, on uh, Instagram and is really driving a whole bunch from what his passion is in trucks and the automotive industry. So Stuart, thank you for jumping on. Thank you for coming yeah, here. I'd love for you to just kind of share your backstory on when you saw social media and kind of what it did to you and how it transformed what you were also. Can you tell me about your backstory on becoming a, a fitness professional as well? Because I, I <laughs> our listeners will really like that. I wouldn't say a fitness professional, but I love, love, love bodybuilding and things like that. Um, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. And just being on here just uh, it means a lot. Just uh, I love being, I love the company, everything you've done. So just got to start off with that. Um, Social media to me is just so much more because yeah, number one, it's a living. But being up in Alaska, I couldn't see anybody. I couldn't get out and just basically I wanted companies to see me, to see where I was at. And anyone that's lived in Alaska or been in Alaska, it's so remote. It's out in the middle of nowhere. And being in the auto industry where everyone in the lower 48 had like, you know, they, they had the opportunity to go to shows. They had the opportunity to go to the SEMA show, which is like the ultimate trade show in the, in the industry. Um, I didn't have that opportunity. So I took to social media, whether it be Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and I started building a brand. And I think uh, that was the, the biggest thing I wanted to do was creating my own brand, creating my own unique platform where I could uh, show who I was. Um, and that's what started off about four or five years ago when I first started off in the auto industry because I wanted to get a hold of sponsors. I wanted to see and just bring, basically document my journey down um, through the whole, through the whole thing. And uh, through social media, I was able to actually start getting to SEMA and one thing led to another. And then now I'm here in Vegas. <laughs> that is so awesome. So, so one thing that you said was it took four to five years to actually build a platform. Yes. So yeah. what would be, and, and one thing that I really, really enjoy about your story is you took uh, something that you were passionate about, uh, yeah. an industry that you were passionate about, and you've turned it into a living. So, you know, a lot of our listeners out there are like, well, how do I do that? 
So I'm going to ask you a couple questions on a couple of tips how to do that. But okay. The first thing I want to say is, guys, listen, it took four to five years of him being consistent with building a brand. If, you <laughs> yep. ever, if you've seen his posts, they're, they're not once a day. They're, he's always documenting his journey. He's always showing, you know, he's always. Multiple doing, times. Multiple yep. times. <laughs> so um, you, you said something about the SEMA show. So I'd really like you to kind of walk us through that because that's big picture. That's huge. That's like ultimate stage, ultimate platform. <laughs> and, um, if you don't know what the SEMA show is, it's in Vegas. It takes over, you know, three quarters of the Las Vegas Convention Center. And uh, yep, what yep. was the big drive to get to the SEMA show? And, and how did you end up doing it? And how did you end up, uh, you know, really propelling yourself to say, you know what, I'm going to go to the SEMA show. I'm going to bring Excalibur. I'm going to yeah. show the people and give them a platform where I can be shown on the big stage. <laughs> um, so for those listening, Excalibur is uh, the, my nickname for my truck and kind of the brand I've built um, off of that and kind of how I identified myself in the industry. Um, so the SEMA show is the largest trade show in the industry. And being up in Alaska, I told myself, well, I can't go to a national show. Why don't I just go to the biggest trade show in the industry? <laughs> so I knew that was the secret. So I started uh, through social media. I started networking and just writing every company I could. I, I literally hopped on and wrote every company I was interested in or every person that was in my related uh, niche uh, and just said, hey, I'm up in Alaska. I can't really promote myself. How do I, how can I work with you? And I did that. <laughs> I literally grinded for about a year, just writing every single person I could until somebody responded to me. And once that person responded, I started working with them. And then I started working with the next company. I started working with the next company. And then I finally got to SEMA in 2015. That was my first year for SEMA. Um, and I came down because I say, okay, I have to go in person. I have to see these people. So I connected with them on social media. And then I walked, went down to the SEMA show in person. And I went to every single person I wrote on social media. And I shook their hand, gave my face to the name and said, hey, let me work with you. This is who I am. This is what I want to do. Um, and then in 2016, I did it again. In 2017, I did it again. So this is three years of just grinding away while I was trying to turn. I, I never thought my passion would be turning to a way of living. But I wanted to blend both of those in there. And it was all through social media, mainly Instagram and a, a lot through Facebook. Um, and then in um, summer of 2018, um, I was able to work with the company. I was able to find a couple of people just because of the grind I've been doing for the past three years. Um, I found a company who's willing to work with me. And then the problem came of, they're like, okay, how are you going to get the truck down? You're all the way up in Alaska. <laughs> Um, and that was the that was the big issue because it, it, shipping's not cheap. And um, I told them I would drive down. They're like, "You're crazy," because <laughs> um, no one does that. Not, no one, let alone a, 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 a build like a, a SEMA build, because everyone knows that when you get there, this is a big trade show, especially any kind of show. The last thing you want is to drive a, a vehicle thirty two hundred miles through anything and everything to get it to the show. But how I see life, it's you know, every risk, every big, every big reward has a big risk. Um, right. And I knew this was a big risk to take and anything could have happened on that trip. So 
me and the shop owner, we didn't know what we're doing, but we, well, we did, but we had a, we just hopped in the truck and took off to Vegas. <laughs> we got our invite and we're just like, we're going to do this one way or another. We documented that whole journey all the way down in, uh, it was the end of October. So uh, roads were just starting to become pretty bad in Alaska and uh, we, we made it all the way down there. And doing that is what the biggest drive was, um, I think, to show the companies that, hey, they're pretty serious if they're driving all the way down from Alaska. We got down there and they're just like, wow, you're actually here. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I kept my word. You know, I shook my hands on it. I spent the last three years talking to you guys that I would do this. And they're like, yeah, you did. And here I am. And it kind of set a standard in the industry. I don't know if that makes sense, but I, I, I believe I set a trend. And it's kind of how I made my name for myself that I'm that Alaska guy who was crazy enough to drive 3,200 miles. And then I drove back up. Uh, and then I drove back down again for this job. But <laughs> um, <laughs> having that opportunity and just uh, using social media for that is uh, basically how I created my name for myself because I took that risk and uh, I just jumped to it. I, I think that's the biggest thing a lot of people don't do. They just, the opportunity's there and they never just jump at it. They never they grab kind of, it. They, they, they don't, they just kind of, oh, what if, what if, and they never just jump at it. And that was the biggest thing I think I see in the industry lately because there's so many opportunities now, especially with social media and people aren't grabbing it. They're just kind of, you know, it's just, let me not, you know, yeah, it's just, that's the biggest thing. They're, they're making excuses for themselves. Definitely making yes. excuses for themselves. There's so much potential. There's so many people with potential out there, and they're just not jumping for it. Right. You know, and, and they could be going so much further in their lives, and I write them on social every day. And I'm like, hey, I see potential in you. Take this opportunity. And they, 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 you know, they don't. So, so that's hesitating. And hesitating, yeah. hesitation can kill you. And that's one of the cool things that I noticed about you is when you saw something, and we actually call it the Dream 100. And um, okay. that's something that we teach from one of the books that, that I read is, is basically called the Dream 100. And you okay. did the Dream 100 to a T. So you reached out, you called them, you talked to okay. them, you were in front of them. They knew who you were. They knew what they were doing. And then when they gave you the opportunity, you jumped at it with both feet. You said you're going to drive down. And what's awesome about that is, think about that. One of my mentors tells me it's um, dream, struggle, victory. And you basically ran through all of those. So you had the dream to be at SEMA. You went through the struggle because how am I going to get there? And then the victory is you're there right now representing a car company that you probably met while you were working your dream. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That That is is the craziest thing. That is, and, and, and you, you can tell you're loving it because I keep seeing all of your posts about how cool you, you're, you're actually networking even more. So you've taken what you did on social media and mm-hmm. now you can be in front of those people, yep. the people that you want to be in front of, you can be in front of them face to face and you're still the yes. Alaska guy because you planted your flag in the sand and said, you know what, I'm the Alaska in the snow. I'm the Alaska guy that did this. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing too. A lot of people don't lay the, the framework too. Like it still took me three years of putting my name out there um, because so many people just want to hop out and just, you know, they think their brand will suddenly blow up. And uh, I, I mean, it could, but I, I think that's the biggest thing too. Is I, there's a lot of groundwork before that 
um, that a lot of people never see, I, I think, in a way. It's um, that whole iceberg thing when they see yes. everything. Like the one that the, the which tip of the iceberg, today. yeah. You posted today, it showed, you know, you on the top or, you know, somebody on top of the, the platform, but it showed everything that they did to get there. And mm -hmm. the framework and the foundation, a lot of people just want instant gratification because that's the kind of, yes, you know, sir. that's what we're in. However, if you're in there really driving and really putting in the day-to-day -day work, it's gonna, it's you're gonna be on it. Show in the long like run. Yeah. Show them the story about what you did. So, I, I, I respect you in in all of the social media stuff that you've done, and you created a huge following, like I said, and you used the Dream 100, and you didn't even know what it's called, but it's called the Dream 100. <laughs> well, I do now. <laughs> so, I, I want to, I want to kind of help some of my listeners. So you've created social media following for yourself for Excalibur and now you're doing mm -hmm. it professionally for uh, Drake Automotive Group. Yes. What are three yeah. tips you give the audience just starting out to help them grow their social media? Because there's a lot of gurus out there that, you know, say do this and there's a lot of bots and yeah. a lot of this and a lot of that. And what I noticed is you grew it organically with real stuff. So what would be three tips that you would give a new, uh, someone starting out brand new, wanting to build okay. their room, what would they be? The first one, and I think the biggest one is uh, be genuine. Uh, social media kind of exemplifies who you are. And if you're fake, even a little bit, it'll show, it'll show you so much. Like if you're a fake person, I don't mean like in a bad way, it'll just exemplify like any kind of character traits you have. So. You know, if you're not a genuine person, if you're not coming across, this is who I am, or this is what the brand I want to build to the following, the people you want to, you know, network with, people will pick up on that so fast and it'll, it'll destroy the brand or it'll destroy like what you're trying to create within, you know, right. pretty, 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 pretty quick. Um, that's the biggest one I would say, just be genuine overall. Secondly is you have to put in the work. I think people, and you know, that's, that's a given, but people don't understand what it is to network and to write and to go on Instagram DMs and be like, Hey, this is who I am because you can't expect people to know who you are. I mean, you can't be an influencer or a, a, a blogger or anybody out there. If you don't go to these people and just introduce yourself and, um, that's, you, you really have to put in the work, you know? So, you know, number one, be genuine. Number two, put in the work. The, the biggest one, I, I mean, the last one I would say is just, uh, you have to be patient. So, to me, uh, I wanted that instant gratification, like you mentioned earlier. It's just, you, you, you want that right away, especially because we live in this microwave generation and uh, with social media, it's so quick. There's so much going on. But in the long run, establishing a built brand is just basically being patient, putting in the work and just being patient day by day by day. Eventually, you'll see results. It could take a month. It could take years, which it took me years. And people didn't know what Excalibur was until years and years later. Um, and I was just consistent, which is what's something I brought. You mentioned earlier, my fitness community. I've been lifting and bodybuilding for almost a decade now, actually over a decade. Um, so I'm used to going and learning, just going to the gym every single day. And 10 years later, I am where I am now because I put in the work and I knew the time it takes. And 
for those listening, I really would just want to emphasize that it does, besides all the work you have to do, it does, you have to be patient. You have to put in that, put in that grind and just be patient with the, in the loss. And above all, be genuine. Right. That's, those that's are, those are three huge ones. Be, number one, be, be genuine. Number two, put the work in. And number three, be patient. And yes, sir. You know, like you said, it took you three to four years of really just posting and taking, taking it to the next level to get where you are. Yeah. So the, the last thing, the, the, one of the other questions I want to give you, okay, a guy has been on Instagram and he's got a decent following. He's actually doing, doing well. What would be the one tip that you give that person to scale his his following on Instagram or Facebook? One of the two, either one. To to like um, like a call to action to say basically this if he's selling a product or just to get his name out there like if he's already established a brand. Are you, um, probably. So number one, he's probably let's say he's at you know five to seven thousand followers and okay. he wants okay. to really boost it up. What would be your, you know, your your suggestion to him or your one tip to help him blow up to the 20, 30? Well, I think with, with that person's already established and they're doing a good job, if they already got to that level, you know, there's so much room for improvement. Um, I would say keep doing what they're doing because they're doing something right if they're growing up to that level. Um, another one is to especially I've seen on Instagram, a lot of the traffic's now flowing to Instagram, which is why there's so much attention there now. Mm -hmm. You know, I still stay on Facebook, but there's so much uh, media attention on Instagram um, is basically get into that niche with whatever you're doing, whether it be travel, uh, automobiles, fitness, lifestyle, whatever that is to really grow that brand, I would say actually go to all the pages and physically talk to as many people as you can like actually go to the hashtags, the relevant hashtags and go to all their profiles and say, Hey, this is who I am. Can we work together? And you know, that's, I'm sure you did that to initially establish the brand, but if that person wants to take it farther, do it even more. It's just, you have to double it and to really, really push it out. And you'll see the, you'll see it grow from like 5,000 to 10,000. And you could say overnight, but it will literally grow very, very quickly. And that's genuine. That's real. And that's real organic. That's real organic growth, which is important. And I will tell you too, with uh, with Instagram's algorithms now, you try to plug it into any bot, and I don't I don't have anything against the bot people and you know people that run uh, bots, and I think they're a good asset. But Instagram's algorithms do see that now, and they will shut your page down pretty quickly. They'll shadow ban it, um, and especially on Facebook as well. So just uh, for anyone listening that thinks that bot growth or they can just buy followers and be the secret, nope. <laughs> you get shut down really quick and I'm professional. So I, I see this all the time. So just a, just a heads up. <laughs> okay. And the last thing that I want to ask, well, I want, I got two questions I'm going to ask you. So the yep. big thing, um, you know, the big thing that you did was you moved to Vegas just recently to follow yep. your passion. So you uprooted, I, I have notes here that says uprooted and moved to Vegas to follow a dream. Yeah. Can you tell us how you, what you did, to kind of use that lifestyle change to even blow up the Instagram following even more. Cause I think you documented the whole trip all the way down. And that's one thing <laughs> that I like to tell people is like document your journey because people relate to people relate to your journeys and your failures more than they relate to your successes. So yes. you know, touch base on, you know, what you did there and, 
how you did how you basically drew everybody through in their journey well i was grinding away um just uh doing what i do up in alaska and had a through social media i knew a company owner and he wrote me and he said hey you know we have this opportunity do you want it and i still didn't know as much as i do now as social media at the time but they ever they always say when you have an opportunity of a lifetime just say yes and then learn learn more about it later <laughs> and that's basically what i did i said okay and i sacrificed everything i gave up everything because i knew this was an opportunity of a lifetime um and going back to the documenting part and that's very very true like anyone that's people can see what you're going through they, they, they if you document everything and if you, you say you don't have any content to post, just document, just document what you're doing, document the grind, document, <laughs> document what, what took you to get there. I mean, I was out driving and losing my mind between 15 hour stretches of road. So I would literally just turn on the camera and sprout random things and talk about what I was going through. And when I got back to internet connection and I posted that up, people loved it. You know, they're like, oh, hey, I can relate to this. And that's, yeah, and that's kind of how I've built that network with people that say, oh, I, I can relate to you. It's because they saw, they saw that I'm not this big social media guru. I was just driving down from Alaska, trying not to, to lose my mind. <laughs> and they saw that, they're like, hey, I can relate to this guy. And I feel like uh, those listening could do the same. You, know, if you, if you, you don't have to be up there. You just have to show that journey, that, what it took to get there. Um, that's basically what I did from the drive down um, the first time and the second time to, from Alaska to Vegas. So, yeah. Well, Stuart, the, I always ask everybody this last question, um, and it's, it's actually pretty deep. They always say it's super deep. In your business, in your business that you're doing, I know you were doing social media kind of on your own, but now you're doing it with the company. In your yeah. business, what was, what's, this, what's the one thing, positive or negative, that keeps you up at night? in your business? Ooh, that is deep. <laughs> um, do you mean that keeps me going? Either, keeps you going, keeps you up, keeps you, keeps you down, whatever it is. I mean. The, the, I think the biggest thing that kept me going, whether, and this can be a good and bad thing too, is I'm meeting these people now. Like now that I'm down here, I'm meeting everyone that that written me for years, that supported me since day one. They knew me since day one, and I, it's it, I've already put my face to the name, but I'm meeting all these people now, and I'm realizing I can't let these people down. That was the that was the turning point for me when I met some of these people down here, and I looked them straight in the eye, and I was like, I could see it. Like that to me, when they looked me in the eye and say, "Hey, you inspired me." I'm at this point in my life because I saw you do this and I'm here where I am now because, I, and some of them were in bad spots, just like where I was. And they're like, you made it. I'm like, no, I made it because of you. Right. And it, it's like this network where people I've never met in my life, like I can connect with them. They can connect with me and it goes back to documenting all that. So the struggle and stuff. But I wouldn't say it's the followers. You know, I don't. I don't like to say that. I, I like to call it a family, um, and that's how I kind of connect my my network. And um, everyone in that group of people, I can't let them down. I think that's what keeps me at night. It's like I have to keep going. I have to keep going. This is 
who I am. And when I had nobody um, backing me up, I turn on the camera, I turn on Instagram live and I would have all these people who hop on. All these like, Yo, what's yeah. up? How you doing? You know, and, and that's, that's what kept me going. Uh, and why I reach where I am. Even now I tell myself and I see these people who, who look up to me and write me every single day and they're like, Hey, I'm going through this. What do I do? And, and that motivates me to be like, okay, I, I, every day to day, I'm going to keep going because they see me. I am with them in life. And this is just another stepping stone to me. Right. And I want this to be the same for everyone else. And for those listening, you know, it, it's, you could just use it for another stepping stone. Just be like, all right, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And to me, I just, I, like I said, I can't let those people down. That's the, that's so the biggest awesome. thing for me. That is so awesome. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to post all of your Facebook, your Instagram, all of your feedback okay. in the, in the um, description of this podcast. So people okay. will be able to follow you and, and, and maybe get a few more followers like you need it, but <laughs> a few more yeah. followers. Like um, my job is. <laughs> and then, you know, for, I just want to say thank you. I appreciate it. Like I said, guys, it took him four years to get where he is now. He had a great backstory. He worked the Dream 100. The three tips were be genuine, put the work in, and be patient, and you can get to where you are. And remember, document everything because it's dream, struggle, and that's where most people relate to you, victory. So, guys, thank you, Stuart. Thank you for jumping on. I appreciate you. We'll do this again for thank sure. You. It's an honor yes, that you jumped on my podcast, and we will get this out to everybody. And uh, Again, Eric Sablon, Burnt Phone Marketing. I'll catch you guys later. I know that marketing can be tough. So what I did for you guys is I put together a free summit with 30 of the top internet marketers in the world. Basically, what they're doing is they're sharing their story. If they lost everything, what would they do? So I put it in the description of this podcast. Also, if you go to it, it's www.burntphonechallenge.com forward slash summit OFA. So go ahead and go and link to that. It's free. Enjoy the training and we'll see you on another episode of Burnt Phone Marketing.